This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is Faraz Siddiqui. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men across America get back to their very best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Faraz is, of course, the host of the Upper Hand Fantasy podcast on the Odyssey Network, and he is on Instagram at Upper Hand Fantasy. Faraz, good morning to you. Do you have a good attention span? Because I'm, even when I'm working, I'm kind of all over the place. Like, even when I prepare for this show, I do a couple things and then I'm making some food and then I do a couple things and then I'm doing laundry. Some people can zone in. Are you one of those people? No, I'm not. I'm terrible at it. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. And you know what the real problem is, is my phone. Like if my phone yeah. is near me, anywhere near me, uh, you know, like whatever I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm trying to look at the pics for this weekend. I'm like, you know, like, I wonder what's going on on my Instagram. I wonder what's going on on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, 45 minutes later, I'm just like, oh, my God, what did I just do? It happens to me all the time. I, I try my best, you know, like we all, we, all, we all hear it all the time. Everyone's just like, hey, you got to spend less time on your phone, this and that. But it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy well, at all. Fortunately for us, you were able to get away from your phone just enough to give us some great props. And we're going to start in the Jags-Lions game. I know Chelsea and I are on opposite sides here as to who we like. But you expect a high-scoring game and some receivers to show out. Yeah, I mean, a 51-point over-under, that's the projected total right now. Um, But these two slot receivers, right? And Christian Kirk, somebody who we've been talking about a lot, you know, on this show over the past couple weeks. I mean, you know, last week we didn't like him too much because he was going up against the Ravens. He, he, He went up against Marlon Humphrey. That was a tough matchup. But this week against the Lions, they have been really bad against slot wide receivers. Isaiah McKenzie. On Thanksgiving, he went off, right? Six for 96 and a touchdown. So Christian Kirk, uh, five and a half receptions. Uh, if we take the over on that, that's at plus 105. I like that a lot. Uh, even his receiving line, 62 and a half at minus 110. So, uh, you know, honestly, I'm even okay taking the anytime touchdown score at plus 115 because in games where he's had good matchups, you know, in the slot, he's scored in his last two good matchups out of the slot against the Raiders and the Chiefs. He totaled three touchdowns. So Trevor Lawrence is looking for him when they get into the red zone. You guys, were you guys pretty impressed with what you saw to Trevor Lawrence last week against the Ravens? Yeah. Yeah. Guess I who's thought... on the Jags this week? Me. And then hey, Jenks is go. not a believer. Not a Both believer. Can be true. Both things can be true. I, I think the Lions are the right side, but I will say this. Trevor Lawrence looked awesome. And that rocket that he threw on that two-point conversion, you can just see him gaining more confidence and I was telling Chelsea earlier like what a what an epiphany he must be having now that he has an actual NFL head coach and that he's being able to be brought along the right way but he he's going to be great he just had a lost year yeah 100 percent. and you know what like this is what he needed we all knew that he was going to be a good prospect he was almost a slam dunk prospect right and and now you know after what we saw last year we had our doubts but uh, you know i'm glad that he has a capable you know play caller and you know offensive mind as his head coach which is which is awesome uh another player in this game which is no surprise that i like as amon ross st brown and we've been talking about him too this season um he's really come on as of late and rightfully so because he's that talented uh, over six and a half receptions. That's at minus 155. 
the odds aren't amazing on that one, but I'm still taking it. I mean, his reception total when he's healthy, uh, he's been getting seven, eight, nine catches when he's been healthy. So uh, this is a really, really good matchup too. Jacksonville has had the third worst slot defense over the last eight weeks, the sixth worst over the last four weeks. And the two guys that they've been using there, Darius Williams and Rayshon Jenkins, they have been pretty, pretty bad this season. So uh, I like the reception total. I like over the receiving yards at 76 and a half. That's at minus 115, so a little better odds there. Uh, but yeah, the two slot wide receivers from these two offenses in this team and high scoring from this game and high scoring one, uh, I'm taking both these guys on the overs. I don't think you ever have to convince me on Amon Ra St. Brown. I think a lot of it is just, you know, the numbers sometimes are a little high. Was it 78 or something like that for Amon Ra St. Brown? Because he is such a mismatch, and he is having, like you said, a wonderful season. All right, so let's go to the Jets and the Vikings. I think I know where you're going on this one because you've talked about this every single week. The Vikings secondary is not good. So what's the matchup here you like? Exactly, right? I feel like every single week we are talking about the Vikings secondary and attacking that secondary. Garrett Wilson's receiving total is pretty low, I think. Uh, you know, the projected total, 60 and a half. So I'm going – over that 16 and a half receiving yards odds are placed at minus 125 he saw a 29 target share last year last week from mike white uh and he was his clear guy there was no other i think there was no other jets rec- receiver uh at all running backs or tight ends who had more than three targets so the vikings have given up the third i'm sorry the most single most receiving yards to wide receivers and they've been the most vulnerable to perimeter wide receivers and that's where garrett wilson runs most of his routes from he is an immense talent. He is a serious talent. If, if they had a quarterback, you know, before this week, Garrett Wilson would have put up some serious numbers. Uh, but, yeah, like, look at this crazy transition, right? Zach Wilson couldn't get anything going. They're bringing Mike White, and now they actually have a capable offense. We're talking to Faraz Siddiqui, host of the Upper Hand Fantasy podcast on the Odyssey Network. He's also on Instagram at Upper Hand Fantasy. All right, I want to ask you about the Chargers and the Raiders. I don't know what side to pick here. I'm going to stay away from this game because I, I can't figure out why all the money is moving in Las Vegas's direction. But do you have a couple of props in that game? I do. And, you know, Josh Jacobs, man, on a bum calf last week, like how did he do that? <laughs> how did he get right. over 300 scrimmage yards on a bum calf and in, late in the fourth quarter he was out of the game i think he missed the last like three or four minutes of that fourth quarter and then came in and had that 80 yard you know game winning touchdown amazing but his prop right now is sitting at uh 91 and a half rushing yards against one of the worst rushing defenses in the league um you know their real issue on defense the chargers is defending the run so 91 and a half i feel like you know it's hard not to take the over there um right and like if you want to, they also have, I, I did see a total yard scrimmage yards as well at 121 at minus 115 as well. He's getting targets too. Eight targets, four targets, seven targets each the last three weeks. Good matchup. But if you really, really want to exploit the, the you know, it, um, the, the vulnerability of that defense, you probably want to go with the over 91 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, he's having a great season. I think on the opposite end, Austin Eckler, probably in a solid spot as well, but I don't have the numbers in front of me. All right, let's do the segment that we do every time you come on, sharp or square, because I think this is one of my auto plays for the week just because the matchup is just so good that you can't ignore it. Nick Chubb 
going against this Texans run defense. The number's 91 and a half for his rushing yards. But is the over sharp or square? It has to be sharp. How can you not? You know, Nick Chubb is probably the best pure runner in the NFL. Like, you know, it's him, Derrick Henry, on, on a if, on a per run basis. Like, give me Nick Chubb over anybody. So, yes, against the Texans, you know, it's minus 130. You know, it's not like they're giving us minus 110 or minus 115. I'm taking that every single time. It seems low to me. It seems low to me. And and I remember a couple of weeks ago, Chels, I forgot who it was. You know, the the, the rushing total Brian seemed Robinson. pretty low. I think that it was, was Brian Robinson. I think it was Derrick Henry. I think it was Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. Derek it was like Henry. 97. Yeah, yeah. It was like 96 or 97 yards. We took the over and that hit. Um, and I think we got to do the, the same thing half. with Nick Chubb here. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Right. <laughs> and also the fact that it's Deshaun Watson making his return, I feel like wouldn't you rely more heavily on the run game when you have a quarterback yes. who hasn't played in an NFL game in 700 days? Exactly. That that was literally my analysis on my own podcast. I said the same exact thing. I said, I don't think they're going to put the ball in Deshaun Watson's hands. Why do that? You know, in, in Houston, right? Like, let's give him the least amount of screen time possible. Right. And let's just, you know, have Nick Chubb just run all over this, this terrible Texans run r- rushing defense. Ron's got about three minutes here. And I see this number, which seems really low, but Lamar Jackson is going up against that Broncos defense, which is pretty incredible. His passing yardage prop is 192 and a hook. And you like the under. <laughs> I kind of do. You know, he did that yeah. four times a season already. Uh, and and Lamar doesn't really have any weapons outside of Mark Andrews, and Denver's pass defense is really good. They had six six weeks against Denver. The quarterbacks have thrown under 200 passing yards. So Lamar Jackson, you know, he's not, you know, playing super well right now. He's not, you know, he's he's doing well with what he has right now, but he has a severe lack of weapons. He has Mark Andrews, and that's about it. If they decide to take away Mark Andrews in this game, if they double-team him, he's going to have a hard time. And even if Mark Andrews has a decent game, he doesn't really have other receivers, right? He has Demarcus Robinson. He has Devin DuVernay. But I don't think that's enough to get it done against this pass, uh, this Denver pass defense. So, uh, yeah, I kind of like the under here at minus 115. He is host of the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast on the Odyssey Network. Make sure you give him a follow on Instagram, Upper Hand Fantasy. It is our good friend, Faraz Siddiqui. Faraz, always great to see you as always, and great stuff. I appreciate you guys. Have have a good weekend. You too. And Faraz appears via the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Go to their website, GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. That is GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Are you going to go under on Lamar Jackson, 192 and a hook for his passing yardage prop? One of the reasons why I like that play is because I have the under in that Ravens-Broncos game. So, if Faraz thinks Lamar Jackson is not going to be able to pass the ball and they're going to hand the football off, that plays into my play on the under. I think quarterback passing yardage props are one of the most difficult prop markets to actually bet on. Like if you bet on these, there are so many things that actually go into this handicap other than, oh, will they run want to run the ball? You need the game script to be positive for the Ravens, which it probably will be. They're probably going to be winning this game. But yeah. also if they get one or two big explosive plays – that's a really low number. So I think I am a little hesitant to take an under on that one just because, like, I don't want to be sweating an under. And, you know, if they get all these possessions and if whoever, you know, they're playing the Broncos, right? 
the Broncos no. can't eat up any of the clock, the Ravens are going to get a ton of possession. So there's so many things that go into the passing props. I'm going to look for a plus money prop on if Russell Wilson gets yelled at this weekend. Actually, I'd probably be at minus money now that I think about it. Maybe I don't yeah. want about it. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.